Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Single and Shy. Episode six. This is crazy. We're already on our sixth episode. I know. Um, People, like, I was with one of my friends earlier, and they were like, oh, wait, have you started that yet? And I was like, yeah, bitch, we're six episodes in. Wait, how do they not listen? I don't know. It's so rude. Um, Meanwhile, I have friends who are like, when's the next episode coming out? Totally. shout out to everyone who's listened. Um, Wait, we, really quick, though, (laughs) before we start talking about our topic... Catherine just spent $430 on replacing my lock because when Margot got to my place, also just to note, this is the first time we've actually recorded at my house. Yeah, I like it though. This is a good, yeah. got good vibes here. So basically, long story short, my I was not staying at my house <laughs> a previous night and um, I, my, I think my roommate's like mom came in and she locked one part of the door differently than we normally do. And so when I went to go get Margot, it auto locked me out and I just like went downstairs and long story short, had to call a locksmith $430 later. So expensive. New doorknob. Whole new doorknob. He literally had to break the lock. He yeah, he got like a big ass like wrench. Like he's actually honestly. Oh, and this was the worst. Well, not the worst part. The worst part definitely was the three hundred four hundred and thirty dollars by far. Yeah, but like I'm wearing. I'm like a little low key like hungover. We'll say I'm yeah. wearing a sweatshirt, an old Victoria's Secret pink pants. So that's and like, Tory Burch flats and like three hundred dollar flats with this like. Ghetto Bum outfit. <laughs> and, oh, also, Margaret and I tried to pick the lock, but obviously, like, With we the, have no skills in that. Yeah. We can't, we tried a bobby pin and a ID. Like so if someone knows how to license. do that, they should actually teach us for future reference. Totally. Um, but yeah, so basically, like, an hour, not an hour, but, like, 45 minutes and... $430 later, here we are recording. Yep. So annoyed, but, like, I'll get over it. Kind of. I would I would be pissed for a long time. Yeah, I am really pissed. But at least the locksmith was some eye candy. Oh, yeah, and he was... So that's what we were getting at. So I looked like trash, but he was, like, kind of hot. We both look like trash. It's okay. Yeah, he was kind of hot. He was kind of hot. So at least... At he least was nice, though. That. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving into our topic today, we're doing something a little bit differently than we normally do, although I guess every week is different. Yeah. Um, but this week, we're going to be talking about the love languages, the five love languages are by Gary Chapman. So well, if you're he's like the researcher and like, like he has like his PhD and like all these like fucking professional like credentials and degrees and shit. Yeah, that I will never have. So no. he's basically he's really smart, right? <laughs> so basically, in 1995, he wrote a book called like I'm totally butchering it now, but it's something about the five love languages. It's, it's literally called the five love languages. Yeah, yeah. Um, oops. <laughs> and he had these. Basically, the concept is like there are different ways that you express and you express and want to receive love. So, um, and he did a bunch of research on this too. Right. So it's funny because I had first heard about these when I was in college. I took a family communication class. Which me too. Cool. I think that's where I learned Wait, about. Really? Them. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, and so we had to like take the quiz and yes. so, but, so you can find out what your love language is online. There's a free quiz and I highly recommend everyone to take them because take it because it's really interesting. And mine was so true. Yeah. And so accurate on mine. Yeah. Same with mine. But this is the thing, like it's, it's really important to know what your love language is so that your significant other can show you love and like the way that you're gonna 
best like, receiver. Sucked it. Yeah, like the most. Well, and I don't even think, like, yes, definitely in relationships, but I also think in, like, I see it in all types of relationships. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Friendships, oh, yeah. family. Totally. Like, and I see it, like, within my friends of different ways. So, like, basically you have one love language, or not one, you have, like, one kind. It's you, the way the test is, is, like, how you receive and how you express. So it's, yeah. like, both receiving and expressing, that's how you find out what your love language is. The five love languages are um, words of affirmation, which are, like, obviously, like, people expressing through yeah. language, like, that they love you. Yeah, so someone would say, like, you know, like, I love you, or, like, you're beautiful, or I appreciate you. Yeah, like, I care about you. Those words are, like, very, very important. Right. Or um, another one is quality time. So spending time with someone, like, like with undivided under, attention. Yeah, like, uninterrupted, yeah. like, no phones. I mean, not necessarily no phones, but, like, really focusing on the other person and having, like, just having that quality time. Right. Actually, like, actually, like building on your relationship and not just, like, because I'm sorry, like, if I'm with someone for, like, five hours in a day, but all they're doing is watching, like, a football game and on their phone, I basically am not spending time with you. Right. Because your so attention is somewhere else. obviously, quality time is one of your love languages. 100%. Um, receiving gifts is one, so, like, gift giving, like, being thoughtful with presents, acts of right. service. The thing with presents, though, too, it's, like, it's not even about how much you spend. It's, like, the thought and the time that went behind, like, Right, exactly. Thoughtful. Um, acts of service, so, like, doing, like, helping someone around the house, or, um, different things like that, like, taking care of a chore that they know they'll, like, super appreciate, and then the last one is physical touch, which I feel like is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, so, Margo, what are your... Well, the one thing, too, about physical touch is, like, it doesn't necessarily... I think people think it's just all sexual, and like no, men yeah. all the time, like when I've talked to like to, to men about the five love the five love languages, and I've explained to them like what they are, like they immediately are like, oh, I'm for sure physical touch, just because like they no. like sex, right. which isn't always true. It's yeah. not just because physical touch does not mean it's like has to be like a sexual thing. No, for sure, it's one of those things where it's like. Is tapping some not tapping someone on the shoulder, but like touching someone's arm or different yeah. things like that. Like you feel close to someone when you like physically touch them. Yeah. Anyway, what are your love languages? Okay, so I have two primary ones, mm-hmm. um, and mine are physical touch and quality time. Okay. So, like, I really appreciate hanging out with somebody mm-hmm. or spending time with somebody, and like having the focus and the attention on me and that person. Right. me and, like, those people. Like, I can't stand it when I go out to dinner or lunch or brunch or whatever with people and they, like, fucking whip out their phones. Right. It's like, put that away. (laughs) We talked about this before. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, that one guy. That's why I was so pissed that I was on a date with. And he, you know, was talking to goddamn students. And I'm like, that could wait. Like, look at me and focus on me. No, for sure. And then then (laughs) physical touch. And then, yes, oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, to me, if you give me, like, okay, say I'm having a really, really shitty day, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, get home from work, and I'm just, like, in a crabby mood, and maybe I cry or something, it would mean so much more if someone, like, came and gave me a hug or, like, rubbed my shoulder or something like that. Yeah. Versus saying, like, it's okay, babe, or, like... Like, you'll get through it. Like, I don't need to hear... I think words of affirmation was my last one. Because 
I know I'm fucking awesome, and yeah. I know I'm great, and I know I'm pretty, and, like, I don't need someone to tell me those things. Right. And, like... Right. So that's, I mean... That's so funny. That's It's also... Annoying. So, it, both of those do not surprise me about, like, just knowing <laughs> you. It's funny with physical touch. This is, like, a well-known fact among our friends, but, like, Margo's a high-fiver. Oh, I saw... <laughs> I don't know anyone in the world who high-fives, like... <laughs> I just don't. Like, I would never instinctually <laughs> be like, high five. And, like, Margo is. I do. I you do. are. It's so funny. I'm like, there needs to be a name for that. Like, you know how, like, if you're, like, a woo girl, or if you, like, say, like, you're woo a all the time? Like, I'm also a fucking woo girl. Like, you're a high fiver. I'm a high yeah. five woo girl. That's so funny. But there need. I guess just high fiver would be the name for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's embarrassing. And, like, the more drunk I get, the more high fives I give I out. Just, the high fiving <laughs> makes me laugh so hard. I don't understand it. But I'll literally just be like, high five! And, like, <laughs> raise my arm up. And people are like, what? Is, do what you have, like, Tourette's? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Um, so my love languages but yeah, what are yours? are quality time too. Okay. So I have two that were tied quality time. Um, I agree. Like I really value spending time with people. Mm-hmm. Um, both again, like a relationship, like relationship, relationship and like friendships, family, whatever. But my other one, it's so funny. So this is words of affirmation. Okay. I definitely like, I'm the person I need to hear from you. I need to, and not like in an annoying way. You do not need to text me. 70 times a day, but, like, you sending me, like, one nice text before I go to bed or, like, when I wake up in the morning means so much to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I I feel like I a lot know. of people are like that. Yeah. Because like, I know, like, there are several of my friends who words of affirmation is, is their primary one. And I think that's also, like, I see that, like, that I need that so badly, and that's how I express to people. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just, like, to me, I feel like what is most meaningful. Yeah, so those are my two. My lowest one um, actually was the gift, gift giving. Really? Yeah. Oh, you mean receiving gifts? Receiving gifts, yeah, yeah. sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, not that I – okay, of course, who doesn't like giving gifts? Like, you know, it's really nice when someone gives you a really thoughtful gift. I have, you know, people in my life who give – who are the best gift givers. And, yeah. like, it really does mean a lot. I'm not saying that, like, I don't appreciate it, but I just – It's just – that's not how you feel the most loved. Right, exactly. Yeah, totally. Like, I – and way more, like, if you say something to me, I'm like, oh, my God, you know? Yeah. Or, like, spending time together. Right. Um, physical touch and access service are kind of in the middle because, to me, physical touch is, like, I need it in the way of, like, I care about my friends and my family, I hug my friends and my family, and, like, obviously in relationships you need it, but I don't feel like, like, you, you saying, like, oh, I need a hug. Like, I don't feel like I, like, come and I, like, need a hug if yeah. I had a hard day. Like, right. I would rather, I think in that situation, I'd probably just rather, like, hang out with somebody or, mm-hmm. like, the or someone. Time. There you yeah, go. Or yeah. someone say, like, something really nice to me. Yeah, words of affirmation. Yeah, right, exactly. totally. 100%. Well, and people need to understand, too, that, like, okay, so, like, when you take the quiz, like, me and Catherine just happen to have two primary ones. P- typically, people just have one primary yeah. one. Like, when you take the quiz, like, you know, you might get, like, like, 12 or 13 points on one, mm-hmm. that's, like, a lot. So, that's, right. like, definitely, like your primary. I just happen to have physical touch and um, quality time, like, tied with the most points. Right. Which totally makes sense for me, for right. sure. But it's not, like, your top two are your primary. Like, your top one is your primary if you have, like, the most amount of points there. But if you're tied, mm-hmm. then, like, you kind of have two primary ones. For sure. Am I making sense? No, absolutely. Okay. I definitely agree. And it's funny because, like, even I think about like acts of service too. Like when I was taking the quiz or like questions specific to that, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's really nice. But I don't know if I would be like, 
yeah. oh, that means, I mean, it means a lot to you, but it's not like, oh, that, I know you love me if you do this. Right. Of course, there are specific examples, but, like. Honestly, I don't give a shit about acts of service. Yeah. Because I feel like I can just, it's like, great, you took out the trash, I can just do that myself. Like, yeah, totally. But I can't, like, give myself a hug. <laughs> well, I, can, I kind of can. <laughs> you can. It's not the same, though. It's so funny. <laughs> Um, it's, so, before I knew what the love languages are, like, I wish I would have known this longer in my life than I have, because I think it would just really help me, like, communicate and, like, create relationships. 100%. And I think, like, I see how people, like, that I've dated, like, where they come in on the spectrum, and, like, some of them really understand me and, like, get that I need the words of affirmation, but at the same time, then when you're fighting or when things go south, and that is taken away... Yeah, like, when that is taken away, like, it hurts the most, too. Totally. You know? Totally. Well, in in this book, Gary Chamman talks about, you know, couples who have been married for maybe, like, you know, 10 years or whatever, and they're like, I feel like we, like, lost our love, and blah, 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 and then they'll read this book and figure out what their love language is, and then the significant other will show their spouse Mm -hmm. love like through their spouse's love language for sure because you this is a thing like okay since we okay for example i'll take like your words of affirmation and my like my like physical touch right if we were dating i would just because my love language is not words of affirmation like um wait am i making sense yeah so you would like give me words of affirmation yes i would give you words of affirmation and then you would give me physical Uh touch yeah (laughs) (laughs) no yeah exactly like you have to relate to people in their love language and this is what I always say this is like not necessarily relationships although it definitely ties into that too I just feel like you need to know who like who your friends are like you need Mm -hmm. to understand them same with the relationships like if you understand them you're just gonna be so much more happy like happier in your relationship yeah totally Like if you speak to them in their love language granted like some guys have love languages but they just like don't aren't open to it yeah so whatever well well, this is other thing too like you know, just with any other language, like Spanish or French or what other languages? Are, Latin? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> Nobody speaks Latin, but yes. Well, like, <laughs> Portuguese, that's one, Okay, right? Portuguese, yes. Um, so just, like, how for you and I, like, we grew up speaking English. If we tried to learn a new language, like Spanish, French, or Portuguese or something, like, it would probably be a little difficult for us at first. For but sure. eventually it starts just becoming, like, second nature. For sure. Same thing with the five love languages. I know. Like, I am not someone that is going to get up and do a nice thing for you. (laughs) Okay, that sounds bad. I'm just, like, (laughs) like, acts of service. Like, it's just, it doesn't come, like, necessarily natural to me to, like, do that. You might do something for someone, but not in, like, a way of being, like, I care about you so much, I'm going to take out the trash. You might just be, like, oh, this is nice. Like, I'll just make it easier for them for a second to take out the trash. You think about it differently, whereas somebody else might be, like, wow. Right. To me, that's either for love languages, so we're both, like, I don't get that. Yeah. I also think that one comes into play a lot more when you're married for, like, 10 years. Yeah. Like, I could see me caring more about that, like, when I'm older and when things are, like. Yeah. Well, and they, I mean, your love languages, like, I, like, they can change slightly. I mean, Mine will probably they stay can the change, same. They can change slightly. However, it's pretty... It's like a personality thing. Yeah. You're kind of like, this is who you are a little right. bit. Right, right. But I, I guess I can just see that, like, coming into more play when I'm older. But For I think, sure. like... Well, because, like, you start to get into, like, a routine. And definitely. then if, like, someone is routinely doing something that's pissing you off. Right. Like, not putting the toilet seat down or something. Exactly. Then, yeah, uh, that would God, be annoying. I hate that. Um, but I'm just saying, like, it just, it takes, it takes time. Totally. To really under, to really understand your 
significant other's love language or your friends or family, whoever it is. But once you start doing it more, it's just going to come easier. I think I'm going to start, like, when I start dating, and when I say dating, I mean, like, <laughs> in a relationship, I'm going to make them take the quiz. I'm going to make, I would make them read the fucking book. Yeah, that's better. Because this is the thing. Sure, you can take the quiz. Once you get your results, that that's guy's it. not going to know no, you're what right. the fuck you're talking about. You're right. And, like, they need, this is the thing, too. It's, like, you need to understand what all of them are. You can't that's just true. understand what yours are. Yeah. You need to understand all of them. Right. Because it's, like, it's, like, one big picture. Right. Right? And so, yeah, just reading the book is really, like, the way to go. I, I, I lent my book out. I can't remember who I lent it out to, but. No, it is, it is it. so important, like making sure that you're communicating in the right way that, like, you feel, like, loved and appreciated. And, again, same with friends. Like, I have friends who, like, are across the board for, like, love languages, and I've dated people across the board for love languages, and, like, it's just one of those things that you you want to make sure that you're expressing it in the right way. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's something that's just, like, so interesting. Like, when I learned about this in college, I was like, wow, this is so cool. And, I know. Then, and then I, like, bought, like, the book and, like, read it and, like, a day for sure it, the book is super short guys like yeah it's literally not, it's like so interesting maybe too. what 150 pages yeah like, if that it's really short but he puts in it's like a meaty book yeah like he puts in like you know how some books it's like the beginning and the end is kind of like frou free yeah frou free foofy i don't know whatever <laughs> whatever um, and then, like, the middle is, like, meaty. Like, yeah. th- from beginning to end, this is, like, so much good information. For sure. For which sure. Which I really like books like that. I know. I'm, like, just interested in general in, like, relationship psychology. And Me I too. think in another life, like, I, well, I always say this, so I'm, like, I could be a therapist, except that, like, no, because you have to be very empathetic to be a therapist. And I would be, like, here's what you just need to do. <laughs> like, I would not be good at that part no, of No, I've actually, I've thought about going, like, back to school, like, grad school and doing something, and, like, getting my degree in so I can be a therapist. But then I also, at the same time, it's so much school. I hate school. Yeah. I don't even remember how to write a paper. No. Like, how do I write an introduction paragraph? You have like, to, like, write a thesis, probably, too, because oh, you definitely have to go to grad school. Yeah. I know. No, thank you. So I think it would be fun, like... And part of me, also, they have, like, the best schedules. You can literally work whenever. Yeah, you can. Like, I would love that, but at the same time, no, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to do it. But I think, I find it very interesting. Me too. And this is the thing. There's so many books out there, and, like, there's so many resources. That, like, if I really do want to, like, dive deeper into a certain topic about relationships, I can, like, easily do that without having to spend how much is grad school? Probably, like, a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars. Maybe not that I don't much. know. Maybe it's like 50 grand. I don't know. Whatever. I have no it's idea. Expensive. It is really expensive. So I feel like I can do research if I really want to. That's yeah. the thing. If I really, really want to look into something, like, there's so many resources that, like, I don't necessarily have to go to school for. No, for sure. Speaking of that, though, like, are you into self-help books at all? Love. I am obsessed have with you, self-help. Have you read um, You Are a Badass? No, no I haven't. Oh, no. it's so good. I've Let read, me, like, The Rich... Bitch one, I think, is it's Ooh, that one about like one money. I like. um, I've read so many. There's one about The Defining Decade. Have you read The f- Defining Decade? No. Oh, everybody read The Defining Decade. Okay, although I'm kind of, I'm, I'm mixed about The Defining Decade because it says, like, you shouldn't put off finding someone to, to like, marry, basically, and have kids because, like, the longer you wait, like, the more you push that back, the less likely it could happen. Like, biologically speaking, can happen. Which I understand, but, like, no, I, I kind of disagree with that because I just don't think, like, 
personally, like, I know people get married early, but I personally just think you should get, you should, like, get oh, married so later what it's, So what it's saying is, like, it's okay to, like, find that person, like, early and, like, commit to them early? Like, you should. So basically the defining decade talks about, like, all these points in their life and how... Oh, because it's a decade. It's like 10 years. It's like the 20s, the funny decade. So basically... Oh! Yeah. So it like, is about your 20s. It's basically like don't fuck around in your 20s. Like you need to like not fuck around in your job because everyone's like, oh, I can do whatever. And like, yes, that's sort of true. But also like at a certain point, like don't fuck around in your career. You're going to be, you're going to wake up and be 30 and like not have a job. Yeah. And your relationships too, which that's the one I like sort of disagree with a little bit. Um, and there was another one too. Maybe it was like relationships and then kids or something. But I just thought it was very interesting. I, I want to. I want to. You should read it because it's like, especially like being now like twenty five. I feel like I read it maybe when I was like twenty two, and there were like all these questions to ask, and I was like so overwhelmed. I think I was just I was either about to graduate college or like right out of college. Anyway, I highly recommend. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna read it. I have like four like murder books right now in my queue on my Kindle. Love so it. I have to read those first, but I'll I'll get to yeah. it. Yeah. What's you are a badass about? Oh, uh, uh, okay. So I read it like a, I read it a while ago, but it, it's basically just like it's about how to live like your best life, kind of. I don't know. It's just it's, honestly, I it's, it's very very popular. Yeah. Like, Were you I like mean, actually inspired? A, yeah. Did you was, actually like take away from it? I took shit away from it, and then I, like, lost it, See, like, a couple that's, days okay, later. okay, that's my problem, is that I love self-help books. I am, like, I always joke that I'm the perfect consumer, and that, like, and it's funny because I literally work in advertising, but I, you could, like, give me a message, and I'm like, this is what I need to do, now. Yes, I need to do it. same with me. Even but I lose it in, like, about three days. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it is a, it is a really, really good book, though. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's very relatable, like, the author is, like, really funny in it, mm-hmm. and, um... Like, I don't know. This is going to sound weird, but, like, I like... I mean, I swear a lot in my day-to-day life. Yeah. And so I like it when authors, like, use day-to-day language. Yeah. And, like, if they it's not, like, too formal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just... I like it when they're a little bit more, like... Not necessarily, like, lighthearted, but um, just... You know, if I, I just need to be able to relate to it. For sure. Because if I can't relate to it, like, that's so boring. No, I agree. Like, my murder books. I totally relate to those, as we all know from episode <laughs> four. <laughs> For sure. That's so funny. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm so into self-help. I think it's so interesting. And if anyone has any good book recommendations, please let us know because I'm always interested. And like, I just really highly suggest reading, like Margot said, the love language book because it's just, I feel like it's something that you're doing already and it's just like learning a little bit more about yourself. Right. And exactly. And I feel like so many people, they, they get into these relationships without knowing who they are. Yeah. And then that's when you're like... Or who the person is. Like, yeah. not only who you are, but then, or, like, or who the other person... Which, of course, you get into them, you don't know who they are, but, like, even years down the line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, you are you might wake up one day and be like, who am I sleeping next to or something? Yeah. Like, you, it's really about getting deep with someone and, like, finding that connection. And, like, I mean, if you're in a relationship, why would you not want to show the person that you're with the most love that they can feel? Because people like to play games. Yeah. Which is, like, annoying. But you're, but hypothetically, absolutely agree. Yeah. Well, you do want to show that. I just feel like, unfortunately, like, that (laughs) isn't always the case. Never the case. Not for me. No, me either. Not the case for me. I know. So sad. So sad. But I discovered, um, I was telling Catherine earlier, I discovered, like, okay, I'm not into dating apps at all. I actually am a huge 
proponent against them. I am too. But I'm also a person, like, I have, I've tried every single dating app there is. Yeah. Like, when I moved to Nashville, like, You had to meet people. Yeah. Yeah. I literally probably went out on 75 dates from, um, dating apps. Yeah. When I first moved there. Um, but, but I haven't had one in, like, a while. And then, the only one that I hadn't tried was Hinge. Yeah. And so, I just downloaded it, like, last night because I was like I just want to see what it's about yeah and there are the hottest guys on hinge let me say so hot the best part about hinge is that you can see how tall the person is. that is very important it's a jailbreaker I have been out with guys before who like you think they look taller online and then when you see them you're like fucking looking down on them for sure like literally I don't mean in like a like, psychological yeah. way. Like, physically. Like, I'm literally staring down. Yeah, and that's, like, a, so uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's, like... And also, you can't be, like, hey, how tall are you before... That's just rude. It's so rude. I mean, I've done it before, it, but I... I know it is so rude, but it's, like, asking a girl, like, hey, how <laughs> how fat are you? Like, how much do you weigh? Right, right. Or, like, I mean, how big like, are your tits or something? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, asking like that. Exactly. Because men get, like, very... self. I feel like men are so self-conscious about their height. Like, that's why there's... Of course like, they are. A uh, little man syndrome. Oh, for sure. Napoleon oh. syndrome. For sure. Oh, is that what it's called? Well, because Napoleon was, like, super short. Oh, he oh, was. My God. What did Napoleon do again? Um, he, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, the French guy. He was, like, basically a dictator. And then oh, he, got, wow. he was overthrown. Okay. I'm hoping that's right. Um, yeah, no, he We're just was, like, get, like, no worse. Text, so just say, like, Napoleon was not even French. No. Honestly, <laughs> who cares? No, I probably, w- that he probably right. wasn't French, honestly. I don't know, right. but I'm pretty sure he was a dictator, and then eventually got overthrown. Okay. Um, but no, little, they totally haven't, like, a, okay, my biggest example of this. The guy from The Bachelor? Yes! Yes! What was Alex. his name? Yes! Oh my god. 100% Alex from JoJo's season. He is top five. little man syndrome. Top five of my most hated people on The Bachelor. Yeah, he's terrible. Hated. I'm just gonna go through my list now. Okay. Um, I hated Taylor. From Which one was Taylor? From, whose season was it? Nick's season. Corinne's, like, nemesis. Oh, Taylor, yeah. She, is, she like, was the worst. Cannot she so boring. stand her. She's also so boring. Like, she would yell at Corinne for not having, like, emotional intelligence. Oh. Yeah, she had just had no personality. No, she it's was like, just did you so get annoying. a fucking lobotomy? Yeah, or? she was so annoying. Um, it's just like kind of an unpopular opinion, but I like really hate Chris Souls. No, that's not unpopular. I hate him too. He killed a guy. Totally. But I even hated him like during his season. Like I find him so annoying and so boring and like just such an like asshole for no reason. Like yeah. I just I don't know what is about I think him. it was like, the boring so part that just totally really got me. yeah and I was okay when they first announced that he was gonna be it I was so excited because like I went to University of Iowa I'm For all sure. about I like I love Iowa yeah would I ever live there no. no however I still love the state I love the people in the state and I love my school so I was like oh yeah cool like Iowa is like getting like some attention like right. awesome his season was fucking terrible it was terrible like, he was just so boring and he I feel like. He made the state look really, really bad. Yeah, which is a shame. They didn't even, you know, they didn't even travel outside the U.S. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, so like, well, they always start like in Los Angeles. Yeah, obviously, of course. That's where like the mansion is. Yeah, and then you know, like they'll usually travel to yeah. like a different part of Europe, the U.S. Yeah, and then they'll go like abroad. Yeah, they literally went from L.A. to Iowa. That's like ridiculous. there was no. I mean, obviously hometowns, so, like that yeah. doesn't count. Yeah, it was a terrible season. No, that's annoying. Which I need to check when the casting call is because I'm doing it. No, Margo is like really born to be on The Bachelor. I think so too. And then our podcast will blow up. <laughs> fingers, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. I was going to try out uh, last year, but then the casting call that was in Chicago was over um, 
one of my best friend's bachelorette parties. Oh. That's okay. This year, this year's better. Hopefully, but most of the it's most season. events. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that wouldn't have worked. No, most events will be in June or July. It says, and you're like probably my in other a bunch of, my yeah. other best friend's bachelorette party is the last weekend in June. So I'm like, if it no, if the one in Chicago falls, then go to a different one. Yeah, I'll go to a different yeah. one. Yeah, but how annoying would that be? No, that's super annoying. <laughs> um. My other hated people, just quick, are really, I should, we'll just say one of them. Well, Alex, for sure, the short oh. man. He just was annoying. And, like, honestly, justice for Chad. I'm just going to say it. Like, I Same. love Chad. Like Me too. I thought Chad was hilarious. With the hands melting and the whistle. Like, I just cannot express how hilarious it was. I love him so much. Um, and I think they were just, he just got a bad at it. Like, they were so annoying to him. Like, no wonder he was just, like, Get, Crazy. Go away. We yeah. Go away. You guys are really annoying. Right. Um, and then I also just. Yeah. Like, I feel like in real life, he would actually be, like. Awesome. Right. I think we'd be friends for sure. Um, and then Chris Harrison, which is a very unpopular opinion. I'm pretty I sure. find Chris Harrison so annoying. Like everything about him is just so annoying. First of all, like he is such a he like has a failed marriage, which like who cares about that really? But like you were such a hypocrite, A. B, like he is so serious about his stupid job that means nothing. All he does is come out and goes, Ladies, the final rose tonight. Ari, yeah. when you're ready. And that's right. it. He's like the face of the show for literally doing nothing. I know. I can't stand him. I just can't stand him. Also, he's like just getting a little too old for it. Like, you can't be like 60 and hosting The Bachelor. And granted, he's like probably 45, he, but still. I just like saw like an interview that he did, and he was talking about something with, I don't know, something about like who his like successor would be or something like that. You know what? I don't hate Chris. I actually like Chris Harris. A lot of people do. I know. I, I like him. Um, because think about it, like, think about how much he probably gets paid oh, just to say those words. It's the if, dream if, job. Yeah, for sure. I just don't like him. No, dream job for sure. I would, like, kill to do it. I wonder who would be next, though, or who... They would just find a rando. Actually, maybe they wouldn't. They would be, like, Ashley I, because, like, Bachelor is obsessed with Ashley I. Can you, like, can you imagine, though, if it was, like, Eddie Murphy or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be Eddie Murphy, but yes, that would be hilarious. That would be crazy. Do you like Eddie the choice Murphy. of Becca being the next Bachelorette? Um, Wait, did you watch the new men that... Yeah, the banjo guy. Okay, it's yeah, going to yeah. be... The banjo guy is going to be the next Bachelorette. Oh, really 100%. He's hot yeah. as fuck. He's going to be... I tried to find him on Instagram. I couldn't. He's really cute, and I totally also, have a crush on him. I, I think the guy with the horse was kind of... I, okay, he wasn't, like, the most physically attractive. Yeah. However, he was really sweet. Yeah, no, he was sweet. No, yeah, I no, those two are my favorites so far. I am. Um, we need to when it when it comes on, we should have like just a five minute recap. For sure, of we yeah, for sure we should. Um, I'm like torn. I think like Becca, honestly, Ari breaking up with her was like the best thing that could have ever happened to her. Yeah, I mean, it sucks how it happened, but she no, it, it totally sucks how it happened. But like better. America, literally was like rallied against her or did rallied you, with her. Wait, did you see that? Or did you? Yeah, there was this video that came out, and it was. It was like this. It was like the breakup scene, and then um, it played what the producers were telling Ari. I think that was like a joke, though. Oh, you think that was fake? <laughs> I, oh think my it was God. Like, I think it I was like that was real. I think it was like one of those things where it was like, like that's probably what they said, but like somebody totally just made that up. <laughs> I, I watched that today, but that's so funny that you brought that up. I am that person. If I see something online, I'm like, oh, it's, it's real. True. It's real. <laughs> like, I am it's such real. bad. But that's what I'm saying about me too. Like I will read anything, and I'll be like, "This is my new way of life." Yeah, I yeah, love like it. What's that called? You're you call, yeah, a perfect consumer. Like you just yeah, like. Same. I'm like that with anything though. Online, I'm like that with like when I go shopping. When I, it's totally. If someone's selling you like skincare, and they're like, "Oh, like you'll look ten years younger tomorrow," I'm like, like okay. "Sold, give it to me." Yeah. What is it? Same. <laughs> it's like that's not even sure. possible, but like no. I think it is. Absolutely, I'm the same way. Not like, that you can tell me anything. Actually, I wouldn't even want to look ten years younger. No, but like other things. Like yeah, and I already looked that young because no, you don't. Oh, I do. 
Um, did I not tell you my Walgreens story? No. Okay, quick story before we head out. But I was, okay, this happened to me um, over Christmas this year. I was at Walgreens and I wasn't wearing any um, makeup and like my hair was just like up in like a bun. Yeah. And I was with my sister and my mom. We were getting a red box. LOL, I know everybody makes fun of me for still watching red boxes, but I do. That's okay. I love red box. I mean, I'm pissed that they um, destroyed Blockbuster because yeah. I love Blockbuster. But, anyways, this is, I'm just fucking rambling at this point. So I walk into Walgreens because, you know, red boxes are like always with like a Walgreens. Yeah. So I walk into Walgreens because I was getting the candy for me and my sister and my mom. And I'm in the candy aisle and this, like, very young, like, this definitely in high school, like, worker like starts talking to me and he's like oh like do you have a craving and I'm like oh, I'm just getting candy for a movie and he's like do you have a craving I would be so pissed if somebody asked me that <laughs> I don't know why but I would be like shut up be like do you think I'm pregnant or something yeah or um no but and I was just like no like I'm getting it for a movie and he's like oh he's like sweet like what what movie are you seeing? And I was like, I'm just getting your box. Like I was keeping it very short. Yeah. And then he's You're like, like oh. don't talk to me. Yeah. He's like, oh, cool. He's like, so did you just graduate from high school? Oh my god. I'm 26 years old. I would be. So I nice. graduated from high school six years ago. No. No. Wait. Like eight years ago. Yeah. Eight years ago, and someone asked me if I just graduated from high school. That's do you know how embarrassing that is? Honestly, better that than them being like, are you 50? Well, yeah, true. So I don't think that's bad. I think that's a good thing. Okay. I would be, I'd be like, no, shut up. You know what is sad though? The fact that the only person that, or the only people that hit on me though are guys from high school because that was the first guy that had hit on me in a while. Really? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. But. I, I, yeah, you might be making that up. I think I'm making that up. But that's okay. <laughs> I would rather look young than, than look old. No, same. Same. I mean, I will definitely appreciate it, like, more when I, like, get older. Yeah. But it's just, like, annoying. Like, yeah. when I, when they stare at my ID for, like, ten minutes while I'm, like, in line for, like, a bar, like, that's yeah. what's annoying. No, you're right. You're like, you okay, I'm, like, of age. It's fine. Right. Yeah. No, I actually hate getting id I mean, I've literally gotten denied at bars before. We've talked oh, about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bitches. <laughs> Cantina. God, the worst. The Whatever. Worst. Anyway, guys, um, this was kind of a random one, but we did want to talk about the love languages because I feel like it's just something so interesting. So um, interesting. And it's, like, plays out in my life, like, all the time. Totally. Even just, like, at work, I should say. Like, how I, like, want feedback and stuff. Like, I don't know. I guess that's, like, kind of a bad well, example. I was but, like, you, you want them to give it to you back in, like, physical touch? No, because I'm not <laughs> physical touch. And then I was thinking that. I'm like, oh, wait, no, I don't. I don't need someone to, like, hug me at work. But I also, that's not, like, my primary love language. But um, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to talk about yet. Although I did find a good psychic for us to go to. Yeah, so Legit. I think. So we will be doing that, like, we will be very, very soon. Um, thanks for listening and make sure to follow us on Instagram at K underscore Klaus, C-L-O-W at Mark Wyberly. Thanks guys. Right, bye. Bye.